When I was one year old, I was a perfect match for my age. A charming little twig, 74 centimetres tall, blessed with an ideal weight of 9.3 kilos, a head circumference of 46 centimetres, sprouting a mop of blonde curls and a woolly hat on days when it was windy. After being breastfed, I had turned to drinking more than half a litre of milk a day, and I was given a few vegetables, carbohydrates and proteins to enrich my diet. At tea time, I'd have homemade compote and, every so often, a few morsels of food that melted under my palate, like sorbet. At the age of one, I also took my first steps. There's a photo to prove it. While I was skipping around like an awkward little deer, occasionally tripping over a rug or a coffee table, Colette and Matisse took their final bow. Simone de Beauvoir won the Goncourt Prize, and Jane Campion came into the world, little knowing that, 39 years later, she would move me to tears by placing a grand piano on a New Zealand beach. At two, my growth curve filled my parents and paediatrician with pride. When I was three, four second molars were added to the collection of teeth in my mouth, which already included eight incisors, four first molars and four canines. But Maman still preferred to grind the walnuts and almonds I insisted on having, for fear that I might choke. I was almost a metre in height, 96 centimetres to be precise, and my weight was statistically noteworthy. 14 kilos, perfect for my age, distributed with a great deal of finesse. The circumference of my head came to 52 centimetres, going by my health record book, and Papa's time in Algeria was extended. He would send us letters filled with sadness, photos of himself surrounded by his friends. They'd be smoking, sometimes laughing, sometimes they seemed depressed. They were maybe 22, 25, 26. They looked like children dressed up as grown-ups. You had the feeling they wouldn't grow any older. At five, I was just like any girl of five ought to be. I ran, I jumped, I pedalled, I climbed, I danced. I was good with my hands. I could draw well, I would argue. I was curious about everything. I refused to say rude words. I would dress up as a seven-year-old and feel rather proud of myself. Then there was an uprising in Algiers, and Papa came home. He had a leg missing, and I didn't recognise him. At six and a half, I began losing my incisors, and my expression would seesaw between a grimace and an idiotic grin. I managed to skip the metallic taste in my mouth, the tooth fairy and the one franc coins under my pillow. At eight, records show that I was 124 centimetres tall and weighed 20 kilos. I wore cotton jersey shirts, gingham skirts, a little bib-fronted dress and, for my Sunday best, a silk taffeta frock. Ribbons fluttered in my hair like butterflies. Maman loved taking pictures of me. She used to say that beauty doesn't last. It always flies away, like a bird from a cage. It's important to fix it in our memory, important to thank it for having chosen us. Maman was my princess. At eight, I was aware of my sexuality. I knew the difference between sadness and disappointment, pride and joy, anger and jealousy. 
I knew I was upset because Papa still wasn't brave enough to let me sit on his knees, despite his new prosthetic leg. I knew about Joy, when he was in good spirits. Then we would play together. He would pretend to be Long John Silver, thrilling me with tales of wonder, of buried treasure and the high seas. I knew disappointment, when he was in pain, when he'd be in a foul mood and turn into a different Long John Silver, a bad-tempered and menacing one. 